Thanks for joining us today. We love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So we encourage you to share your story with us at info at fellowshipgj.com. Also, if God is using this ministry to impact you, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially. You can do that online at fellowshipgj.com. Pick the giving option that works best for you and help us continue to bring the message of Christ to our community and beyond. Again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's message. Well, hello, church family. I am excited about this. We're going to go ahead and dive right into Psalms chapter 1. I love Psalms 1. Uh, this was a, a chapter that was taught to me as a child. Uh, in fact, I, even, I had it memorized as a teenager. I love it. I want to go ahead and just dive right into the scripture here. Starting in verse 1, it says, blessed. Okay, let's stop there. I want to be blessed, right? Is there anyone in this room that wants to be blessed? Yeah. What does blessed even mean? It's, we only really talk about this word in church. So it means happy, fulfilled, fruitful. You know, th- this, is, this is something that every one of us would want. In fact, I think if we hit the pause button and looked at our lives, we'd recognize already we are blessed. Like to, to be able to have a church family to come and worship with, to be part of Fellowship Church, we're blessed. To be forgiven by our Heavenly Father, we are blessed. There's so much we, we should be thankful for because we're blessed. In, in fact, turn to the person sitting right next to you and tell them, you are blessed. You are blessed. And not just because you're sitting next to me. Blessed. Psalms 1 says this. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is on the law of the Lord, and on this law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, for they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish." Would you pray with me before we dive in today? Heavenly Father, we come before you right now so thankful for your word. And we just ask right now, in Jesus' name, that as we get into your word, you would speak to us. That, God, we would understand your love more, that you'd be with us today. And, and then, God, with everything that's going on around the world and with our country right now, with the stuff in Syria, uh, as a church family, we come together and we, we, we pray for our, our leaders. We pray for our president. And we just uh, come in agreement with you for, for your will for our country, that we would get right in line with what you want for us. We pray for protection and guidance for us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Everyone said? Amen. I wonder, have you ever quit something that, that you really wish you would have stuck with? As I was thinking about this this last week, there was one thing in, in my mind that, that kept coming back. One, one time I quit something I really regretted later. Uh, several years ago, there was a lot of our staff that got together and decided we were all going to do a triathlon together. And, and I was excited because I, I loved going out on bike rides and going on runs. I, I had that much together. But it was the day we started in the pool that things got difficult for me. Because I don't know about you guys, but my idea of swimming is like, I want pool floats and like pass me the sunscreen, right? That, like I'm, I'm good to just sit out there and chill. Well, 
I'm thinking, I can do this, right? Other people can do this. I've got the mental power. I can do this. So I, I got in the lap lane, and everyone in our group from our staff, my wife is just tearing up and down the lane. She's just back and forth, back and forth. Like, I'm, I'm slowly drowning out here in the water. I was the guy, like, I got the goggles on my head as tight as I can. I got a nose plug in and everything. I mean, I look sexy out there. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to rock. Like, and, and I'm, I'm slowly drowning here, and I kept pulling off like this is crazy I should be able to figure this out but I would sink. the more I tried the more I would start to sink so I'm embarrassed and I get to the end of the lane and I, I'm out there I'm just breathing so hard and and my wife would come Dan are you okay I'm like yeah I'm okay I'm like I have to take the nose I'm okay all right I'm gonna make it and then came that group you know that group the the gym rats the lunks right they, they showed up, and there was a group of like four guys, and they all had six-pack abs. They all looked like Channing Tatum standing at the end of the pool. And, and here I am, like, and I'm trying to get my wife's attention, like, hey, hey, look over here, babe. There's nothing to see over there. Like, what, like, what are we going to do? I'm feeling inadequate, right? I'm looking like, I don't look like these swimmer guys. I don't float like these swimmer guys. Like, I'm sinking like a rock over here. I can't even breathe. So I'm starting to come up with all the excuses and stuff. They come over like, you done with this lane yet? You already swam? You got your 1,000 meters in yet? I'm like, 1,000 meters? Like, what? No, see, I, I haven't even started yet. I, I ate like 10 minutes ago, and you're not supposed to swim for like a half hour, right? <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? Where is this coming from? I'm making all these excuses. Well, unfortunately, my experience in the pool got me to, to quit. I quit because it got difficult. It, it was tough, and it was six months later when I watched my wife run across the finish line. When I watched Pastor JL run across the finish line, too, I saw. I, I, I stood there just going, man, why didn't I stick with it? Why did I quit? Well, we quit things because it gets difficult. Let's just be honest. It, sometimes life gets hard. It gets difficult. That's why we quit, and, and we feel inadequate because things get difficult, and, and that's what causes so many times to stop the very things that we know are good for us, the very things we want to continue on. And in fact, there's lots of different areas of my life that I've quit things, but I'll tell you, there's, there's one area of my life that I hope you would agree with me in, that I never want to quit. I never want to quit on my walk with God. I never want to quit on growing the way he wants me to grow and changing and transitioning to be a better father, to be a better husband, to, to be just a better friend and a, a better son of God. I, I never want to quit on what God wants to do in my life, but we're all tempted to quit because the truth is things get tough sometimes. So Jesus starts to encourage us and tell us, like, like listen guys, you need to understand, in this world you will have trouble. Jesus tells us this, but he, he goes on and says, take heart though. I've overcome the world. He's trying to make us understand when we start our walk with God, it doesn't mean everything's just going to be like perfect and easy. We're going to go through difficult times. So he's trying to encourage us, don't quit when the difficult times come because I'm going to help you. I've overcome the world. And he goes on and actually explains why people quit. In the book of Matthew, this is Jesus' words. Verse 21 says, But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. Jesus is saying we quit sometimes when we don't allow ourselves to get rooted into the things of God. And we just read in Psalms 1, there was this comparison to being like a, a tree, you know, uh, that, that would yield its fruit in season, a beautiful tree. We know that it's got deep roots, and Jesus is saying if you want to, to 
stick with it. You're going to have to let your roots grow deep. And, and it means that when the t- when there's times we feel inadequate, there's times we don't feel like we have it all together, we're going to have to stick it out and allow God to grow us in the area of our roots. Because the truth is, the enemy will try to discourage you when it comes to your walk with God. There are many of you, you, you come in here on church on the weekend and, and you feel inadequate because you look around and you're like, man, I don't got the six-pack abs like they do. I don't, I don't got the family situation going on like they do. It looks like they got it all together. It looks like they're smiling. It looks like they're happy. I got issues going on. I, I don't fit in with this crowd. I don't look like this. And, and the, here's the truth. That person that you were looking at saying, it looks like she's got it all together, What you don't know is she was screaming at her kids and cussing at her kids the whole drive here on the way. She's like, kids, I will bury you. Don't touch your brother. Let's go praise Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are good, Father. Try me again, all right? So I got good news for you. If you're in here and the enemy is whispering into your ear that, that you don't match up, that you're inadequate, I want you to take a look to your left and a look to your right. Those people sitting next to you, they have got issues too. Some of them, their issues are probably a lot bigger than yours. Like we all have issues. We might know how to, to put a smile on our face on the weekend, but, but the truth is we all have issues. We all have difficulty. And that's why Jesus is saying, listen, you're going to go through troubles, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And he goes on in Matthew and says, I, I, I want you to understand, you got to have roots. People quit because they don't have roots. So we're, we're starting this series over the next three weeks. We're going to talk about being rooted into the things of God. And today we're talking about being rooted in the Word, rooted in God's Word. Now, we just looked at Psalms 1, and I love Psalms 1 because it's a beautiful picture.